Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukula on the Ground podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by Mr. Aaron, the voice, Nakamura. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend, Fergan. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? So this is our first Friday podcast, gentlemen. How's it feel? <laughs> How's it feel to sit down and just talk and not, you know, like, not talk and play or have to, like, explain oh. chords and stuff? Uh, where, where's drop? I got to get the drop chords ready. Drop today. So, yeah, we are, uh, this is our very first publicly live ukulele on the ground podcast and uh yeah so you know what's what's been going on guys like uh anything anything happened like you know in the past, past couple of days you guys you anything. know you guys been good uh, anything meltdown <laughs> yeah. any you know yeah, no, nothing okay good i good. mean nothing you know nothing happened on my end either like, it's just it's just been rainbows and butterflies yeah, like the uh for my, my entire week has been amazing anyway, you know? <laughs> anyway how, how are you buddy yeah i'm good yeah, nice. Everybody good? Everybody doing good today? Everyone had, you know, like had good breakfast? Everyone in a good mood? <laughs> All right, good. So what this is, is the Ukula on the Ground podcast. We talk and uh, we answer any and all of your ukulele questions, hopefully about ukulele on the ground, hopefully about ukulele, but sometimes we don't get questions. Sometimes we just talk about stuff. Um, most of the time we try to talk about music, try to keep things, you know, in, uh, in a certain format, but sometimes we just go off the rails and talk about... I, I don't know stuff like did you get pokemon brilliant uh, diamond and shining pearl yesterday guy last night no uh, are, you, are you gonna pick it up uh yeah yeah of course i'm gonna pick up pokemon <laughs> i love pokemon bdsp baby yeah. came out last night oh, yeah. changed my entire mood you I'm know, gonna, like, I'm gonna, I went from being happy to extra happy because <laughs> uh, Pokemon came out. I, I'm gonna catch all the the shinies. That's, oh, there that's, you go. Okay, that's a Pokemon hunt. term, right? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's exactly what we do here on Ukulele on the Ground podcast. <laughs> we like talk about whatever. And then sometimes we go, you know, like on a weird tangent. So for all of you, there's we have a lot of. New, uh, I'm not maybe not a lot, but we have. I'm sure a bunch of new people watching this for the very first time. They're like, Live. when are we gonna? When are we gonna start? playing like playing drop or or tropical hawaiian day and and they're probably just going to be waiting the whole time i think <laughs> but if not if you guys want to jam and stuff we have a lot of replays of the aloha friday live jam but the reason why we're having this on a friday if you guys are out of the loop it's because um we are no longer doing uh, live streams on Thursdays. We, were, we will be, be doing all the live streams on Fridays. And that means we're going to be alternating between Aloha Friday Live Jam and the Ukulele Underground podcast. So if you guys are confused as to which one is uh, going to be done this week or the next week or whatever week you want, you can check out ukuleleontheground.com and check out our calendar. And that'll basically let you know what is going to be on for this week. Right, Kahai? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Something so this never week is the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kahai, give me the first question, bud. Yeah, uh, Taro asked. Uh, mm. It's possible, or he said, it's possible to play pretty much any genre on many instruments. Yes. Uh, but maybe some genres are better suited to some instruments. Yeah. And of course, there's a matter of preference. Mm. Other than Hawaiian music, what are the genres you enjoy the most, or think are mm. best suited to the ukulele? And I kind of have like a add on to this too nice okay okay um that's a great question actually that's <clears throat> i mean honestly like any genre fits you know fits with the ukulele and i mean any like i've i've seen videos of people doing like metal like on youtube and stuff on ukulele i've seen people doing like hard rock and, and punk and stuff so you know if, if people are like no you can't do that i mean you can but some people might not like how it sounds but some people do you know like one man's 
medicine is another man's poison, Kahai. You know, not everyone's gonna like the same thing. I've learned this week, you know? So if uh, if you're asking me personally what I like with, uh, what kind of genres I like with the ukulele, um, of course, you already mentioned the Hawaiian music. I like a lot of like acoustic stuff on the ukulele, which means uh, things like Jim Croce or, or James Taylor. <clears throat> like, I don't know, would you consider... Um, you consider Ed Sheeran guy as, as an acoustic, acoustic, acoustic music, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah like, right? I don't know how you would not consider him acoustic music. I don't know, acoustic. you know, some people are like, no, but how about that song, whatever, like, you know, fill in the blank. And oh, I'm like, I... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to, I don't want to make any, because we're like, we're public and live to everyone now. I don't want to upset any Ed Sheeran fans are like, no. I tuned into this podcast and right away they diss Ed Sheeran (laughs) (laughs) by giving him a label. (laughs) But um, yeah, I like acoustic music. Um, I also like really like reggae. If that wasn't obvious already, I I like I love reggae. Growing up in Hawaii, I mean that's that's what you play on ukulele. Like I just I thought ukulele and reggae or are like peanut butter and jelly. Like basically (laughs) growing up in Hawaii, that's. It wouldn't be a reggae bad unless you had an ukulele in it, I, yeah, I yeah. thought, you know, like growing up. But <clears throat> uh, let's see. Um, flamenco has, you know, has a lot of great potential. Basically anything that has like, um, uh, like, a, like a, what is it? nylon string guitar kind of sound to it <laughs> works really well for the ukulele. Um, and uh, a lot of like, you know, Tin Pan Alley stuff, of course, you know, that, that's, that's definitely great for the ukulele. Um, and I also like a lot of, uh, like a lot, a lot of jazz stuff, you know, like on, on ukulele as well, like just really simple jazz stuff. Um, and that kind of goes along the line of like acoustic, you know, like some of the, um, some of the players that come to mind, of course, is like, like Sarah Mizell, like she does great, like jazz work on the ukulele and it works really well. Um, Paul Hemmings, you know, Abe Lagrimis Jr. Uh, and <clears throat> you know, like it's just those kind of artists just make it like, oh, that ukulele is meant for meant for jazz. It's just you know, this is this is kind of perfect. So um, I'm sure I'm missing a lot, but those are definitely ones that come in mind when 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 I'm being asked what genres fit well with the ukulele. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I was gonna say is, what is a genre that you think is like underappreciated on ukulele, or people mm. don't o- overlook? that it should be on ukulele or you maybe you've heard on ukulele and people mm. don't really know about who that's a tough one that's a tough one because i feel like everyone's basically embraced everything but i mean <laughs> yeah whenever okay i have traveled to a bunch of places and stuff and um i i as weird as this may sound because we talk about reggae like as being super duper common here in hawaii and like and it's almost synonymous to the ukulele like if you play ukulele like, you're guaranteed to play at least one reggae song but like Going to the mainland, especially going to like to to Europe and stuff, mm. like no one plays reggae. Uh, maybe like a, f- a few people, but reggae is not the first place that they go to. You know, like, as far as <laughs> yeah. as far as ukulele. Whereas for me, it's just like, yeah, let's just let's let's play tropical white day or whatever kind of reggae song that you know we come up with. But that's definitely underappreciated in other places. Hawaii, it's just it's it's normal. You know, like super duper normal. But I think in, in a bunch of other places, it's. Uh, it's not as normal as it is here in Hawaii. That that one's kind of weird to me. But um, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I, I think everyone's kind of t- taking the ukulele and 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 
made people take a look at it a lot more seriously than, than before. Because some people would say like, why would Train use an ukulele? Now it's like, you can't hear that song, Hey without Soul it. Sister, without hearing ukulele. You yeah. know, like it's just, it's synonymous now with, that, with Hey Soul Sister. So yeah, why, I, would a, why would a rock band, indie rock band yeah, use an ukulele? Use an ukulele. But then yeah. uh, when you hear that song, if like, if they didn't have an ukulele and they're like, okay, well now you, I guess you can just play this part on guitar. Yeah, and people yeah, are just, like, just That's capo not, it. Why does it sound so weird? Yeah. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so I think um, as, as far as that goes, I think the ukulele has broken down a bit of the walls that used to be there as far as like uh, what people perceived it as. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, I was going to say, I don't think it's overlooked or anything, mm-hmm. but I think definitely something that has opened up in people's mind is re- using uke for like lo-fi hip-hop. Oh, yeah. I hear that a lot. And I think uh, the uke and classical guitar, because of the nylon strings, people mm-hmm. are like, this fits this genre like really well for some reason. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> like nylon string guitar and, uh, and, and that kind of acoustic sound blending in with hip-hop has been prominent like for for a while now since yeah. the 90s from what i you know remember maybe even like the late 80s but definitely you know in the 90s there's there's a lot of that stuff where like they're mixing that like that acoustic and like and hip-hop kind of sound so it's not anything new really, really so, and I, I mentioned it does go well with anything kind of um, like nylon string you know sound kind of i think so uh hip-hop would be, definitely be one of them but <clears throat> there's some really cool uh, i've I told you I got like got into not not got into but I started a TikTok or, or like I joined TikTok because <laughs> maybe I didn't I didn't post any videos or anything but I I uh, I started a TikTok just to look you know just to take take a look just so I'm, I can have my I'm fingers just browsing. yeah my fingers on the pulse of what's going on around me I work on the internet so I should know what's going around on the internet right guy yeah I'm young I'm <laughs> hip <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> so I, I started, and there's actually a lot of, uh, you know, of course, I'm going to look up ukulele and like all the people who are playing mm-hmm. ukulele on TikTok. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of really cool, like lo fi, like hip hop, and, um, you know, like nice. uh, like chill hop, like those yeah. kind of, you know, those kind of dudes. And they're they're really like doing a lot of like the, the, um, the Golpis stuff or mm-hmm. any kind of like um, cool little Artificial percussion harmonics. things. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's really cool. And, and I think. Um, musicians nowadays have like have this like new appreciation for like beautiful sounding chords <laughs> like mm-hmm. I that's kind of what what the, the trend that I've really been liking you know like it doesn't matter if it's guitar or bass or ukulele or piano mm-hmm. people are like really digging like some you know like some neo soul kind of chords yeah. or you know yeah. those, and it's awesome like so seeing that for the ukulele I think is, is really cool so if if uh, if people think that it's not being used for like lo-fi and hip-hop and whatnot got to look in the right avenues yeah <laughs> i like i think i hope that there's like kids out there who mm-hmm. are like oh, i'm really into this like type of music yeah and they find out that it's like oh this is played on ukulele <laughs> i want to like get into ukulele from that uh-huh yeah i i think that because that is like i don't know i see that as being oh, yeah. like the future of like yeah kids who are getting into it too right yeah and it's you know like <clears throat> Ukulele Underground's goal is like to grow the next generation of ukulele players. And like when we first started, it's kind of like, here's all the cool things you could do with the ukulele. And people are like, that is pretty cool. But now like I'm looking at the things on the, on the internet. And I'm like, that is pretty cool. <laughs> Someone should start an ukulele underground or something. You know? <laughs> underground, teach all underground. these cool things that I'm seeing, you know, like under the underground yeah. or whatever. It's, just, it's really cool. There's like a... Um, <laughs> 
You know, I, I don't know if it's like guitar players that are picking it up and they're like, this is a really cool instrument and they're doing like cool guitar things on it, which I mean, it's not new, you know, like that's not a new thing to do. Like I did that. I was a guitar yeah. player doing, you know, ukulele things, but I think, you know, it's, it's going in the right direction, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Like I would start a TikTok, 10 out of 10, we'll do it again, Kahai. I'm like now exposed to a lot of cool ukulele music. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is like, and I think uh, that's the avenue that uh, younger, <laughs> I, mm. I say younger, younger <laughs> people are taking to communicate their music, right? Yeah, like you're through TikTok young. Come stuff. on, man. Yeah, but I don't have a TikTok, so. <laughs> <laughs> or an Instagram or a Facebook or a Twitter. Yeah, yeah, mm. uh, you know. Uh, but I'm on Ukulele Underground, I'm, so... I'm very jealous. <laughs> I was not on, on, uh, on social media anymore. Like, I was talking this uh, this past week about, like, um, I, I make it a point to, like, really try to stop looking at my phone. And, uh, and if I do look at my phone, it has to be not, like, social media. I don't mm. know, like, maybe just check my email or something. Or, like, if I get a message from my wife or whatever, like, a picture of my daughter. It's like, those are the things that, like, ah, that's pretty cool. But then, like, as soon as my, my thumb clicks on, like, Instagram or something, it's like, no, 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 turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it is toxic, Kahai. Uh, yeah, I, that's what I, that's what I've heard. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, maybe uh, you want to take some questions? Some more questions? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So we are live now. So that means, mm-hmm. and, and we're live not just. I, mean, we, I guess we were always live, but like now we're live in uh, in, in public over on our YouTube channel, Ukulele Underground, our U- Underground new channel. So no, Ukulele Underground. Yeah, is it Ukulele Underground? Yeah. Okay, Ukulele Underground YouTube channel. <laughs> um, but. Uh, fret not all of you UU plus members we're still going to be taking your questions first uh, via the ukulele on the ground plus discord yep okay yeah. so but we'll take questions from anyone from all all directions come on God, give me one uh, so uh, taffy taffy uh, asked will I ever get used to, to the callus on my fingers playing mm-hmm. almost two years every day for two hours oh yeah I mean it's it's gonna become it's gonna become a part of your you know part of your hand, and uh, I is, is that saying that they have calluses? Yeah, they're just gonna get already? used to having it. I, I'm guessing that's yeah. what they mean. Yeah. Or right. or are they developing it? And because they they said that they've been playing for two years, yeah, two years and two and hours you, like every right. day. So, so they should have calluses. Yeah, yeah they should have. If calluses you don't have right calluses, I don't. You have like the hardest fingers already, or something. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you know, like you'll you'll learn to uh, to to deal with it. I mean, like what's I don't know what's like the pros of ha- like having soft fingers, guy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Versus I'm... like having calloused fingers. Like what's what would be one reason why why you wouldn't want to have calloused fingers? I feel like cal- having calloused fingers is such an advantage for like a lot of stuff. Yeah. I know, like, uh, a girl in my high school mm-hmm. stopped playing guitar because she started getting calluses right. and she just thought it was, like, gross or something, you know? Oh, it's really? like, I, I guess so. Yeah. But so I mean, dead you... skin. Like, we, we shed dead skin every day like, yeah. as humans, you know? And I think uh, when you start off and your calluses, mm-hmm. like, it feels very, like, you have soft skin, the soft skin on your right. fingers, and then the hard callus on the tips. Yeah. Like, you, when you start off, it's, like, a very definitive edge of, like, this is where my callus starts. This mm-hmm. is where my skin starts kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then as you play more and more, I think the tip just gets harder, right? Like, and then, yeah. it, like, it kind of all blends in. And I don't think about my callus anymore or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So, 
the only time I, like I really think about it is like if you play a lot or something happens and your callus ends up falling off or something and you have or that, you pick on it like, yeah that's <laughs> you know so I mean just don't pick on it I guess but other than that I mean it's 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 fine you know like you will get used to it and um, I, I'm I don't know but then again two years in and she's uh, he or she is still not used to it then you know I don't I don't know like but I feel like you will yeah just give it time you know uh yeah I, I like mm, I don't know I, I it's I don't know like I, I feel like yeah if you play a lot it's just like mm-hmm. something that you don't necessarily think about right it's right just right a fact of like if you play with your fingers if you're playing you know finger picking mm-hmm. then you'll get calluses on your right hand right and you probably will get calluses on your left hand or your fretting hand anyways right so. and it's just your fingertips really right like it's not like you're gonna have calluses like on your palms or whatever. It's really just the tips, like the tip of your finger. The very tips. Yeah, the so. very tip, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's not, not the too pads bad. of your finger. Yeah. They shouldn't so. be, anyways. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not too bad. I mean, because like, it's not just playing music, but there's a bunch of professions that like that would you know that would give you calluses and sometimes like and, and worse, you know, like if um if it. You know, if you work in construction, for example, not, I mean, the whole hand is going to be all callous stuff, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. or if you, you know, if you work on anything kind of hands on, like, I think you're, you're bound to get calluses. So don't be afraid of getting calluses. Totally normal. People develop them every day. Um, shedding skin, even like people shed skin every day. It's, uh, yep. don't worry. It's perfectly natural. If you don't like it, then, you know, like maybe... Uh, I don't know. What would be the solution to not have calluses? I mean, I guess like there are creams that you can put in your hand like that mm-hmm. that would prevent it from like getting dry and like and, and harden and stuff. But so maybe after you play, put on some like hand cream or lotion. I don't know. Like I'm not, this is not beauty yeah. tips by all tree or anything. <laughs> so like don't take my word for it. I like calluses. So I, I yeah. don't know what to do, like how to do the yeah. opposite of like how to yeah. not to get them, you know? I think this is kind of it's mm-hmm. weird and i don't really know if it'll work on you but i've mm. seen bass players who play with gloves right? yeah like, that's true yeah so maybe you can find the glove that's right, that works, that's right. But i'm not sure what it is would because be. it's really just your left hand like i yeah. don't have any calluses on my on my right hand yeah not really yeah because also my right hand i use my nails so it's mostly like when, when i hit the strings the nails hitting the strings the mm-hmm. only kind of callus that i have is on my pointer finger when i do like upstroms and stuff but other than that everything else is you know is is pretty soft and and tender guy like <laughs> if a pen <laughs> would have you know like would have uh, drop on on my middle finger i would say owie <laughs> Ow. so, so sensitive owie. Uh, Taffy said, yeah. thank you. Sometimes yeah. they are numb. So I'm mm. guessing they're talking about their fingers being numb. Yeah. And then, I don't know, that's not really a callous thing though, right? Like yeah, that might be some dumb, maybe something completely different. Like, Yeah. Uh, but it also depends. I mean, the more you play, the, you know, the more developed the calluses are going to come. So maybe if you, you know, if you only play a little bit, then like, and it's not enough to kind of develop it. And then you try to play again, like say the next day. And then you're like, oh man, it still hurts or whatever. But I, I don't know, like that's also kind of rare. But um, yeah, look into it. Like it shouldn't be like feeling numb. That might be like a, like a nerve thing. Yeah, and usually yeah. when people say that they're getting cramps or they're kind of feeling like their mm-hmm. hand is, you know, getting yeah. sore from it. Uh, when we look at how they're playing it's like usually finger placement that is like because they're not doing an optimal finger placement yeah 
they're applying more pressure than they need to and it's causing a strain on their hand so yeah that's yeah. something to consider and or you might just be like choking the uke you know like my i'm not talking about the you know the uh what you call the numbness on the fingertips i'm talking about if your hand is cramping yeah. like it you shouldn't be like like wrestling or choking the ukulele like Mm -hmm. Darth Vader guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yes. Aaron, if there's ever a question on Discord, uh, let me know because I'm trying to keep track of all yes. our chats. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. any it. Discord questions? There, there are people in Discord and in the YouTube chat at the same <laughs> oh, time. At the same so, time. Yeah. Snap dedication. So <laughs> you don't want to miss anything. <laughs> so yeah. So we kind of we kind of know cool. um, who's who is a yeah. UU Plus member anyway, so yeah, we can yeah. take those questions. Cool from this chat too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Penny Bender asked, uh, how do you choose what is the best drum for different songs? Hmm. You don't. <laughs> That's the thing. You follow the groove. So it's not like, you know, you have like an arsenal of strumming patterns or whatever. It's just like, what's the groove to this song? Then you just play that groove. Like, that's really what it boils down to. Don't overcomplicate it, but like, I'm going to use this strum. I'm going to use the Northeast strum or whatever, like people call strums nowadays or whatever pattern. I'm, I'm going to use the highly Selassie pattern and just <laughs> chops down like this or whatever, you know, or, or I'm going to use the, uh, the reggaeton <laughs> like pattern, which is a chop down and up or whatever. Like it's just follow the groove. Like really that, that's it. Yeah. Um, Cause the, the groove might change yeah, too. So exactly. you just gotta adapt to it. I was just going to say like, yeah. it, you know, uh, there are a bunch of songs with like different tempo changes, different like uh, time signature changes. Maybe the, uh, you know, there it, it just changes in general. Like it might, you know, slow down or speed up and stuff. Like there's a lot of songs like that. So if you're limiting yourself to like, what strumming pattern should I use for this? It, it's, it, you know, it, it's already going to get messy. It's already going to get too complicated. Just follow the groove. Like that's what I suggest. Follow the groove. Um, find, you know, beat one and then see if you can come up with something that matches the groove. So like I, what I would do is I would listen, if there's a drummer or if there's a percussionist and stuff, I would listen to that, you know, and, and try to follow what they're doing or complement what the, uh, what the drummer is doing. And then, uh, or if there's a guitar player, you know, like uh, complement what the guitar player is doing, you can follow and do the same thing the guitar players if the guitar player is strumming, but it would be better if you just like, you know, like do something on, on your own, maybe just you know, to keep it funky. Um, let's, let's give an example. Aaron, would you, uh, would you just, maybe just like, you know, play, play a Z chord, just, yeah, that's pretty. So here we go. So this is just me adding some stuff. A simple like I'll just play C. Oh yeah. Random, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like or, it was a I pattern mean, or anything. But even like, like so, say like I'll 
I'll change my groove. Okay. And then okay, you okay. just like do what you would do if you were trying to fall. So like okay, Aldrin cool, is cool, not cool. really looking at what my yeah, hand is yeah. doing. He's just listening to what I'm mm -hmm. what I'm doing. Okay. So I'll just okay. stay on C. So. Yeah. And then I'll or maybe I'll just feel C and your... F. Time like finding the groove, seriously, just find the downbeats. We do this for every Allure Friday Live jam, you know, maybe a down, double time. But keep playing, and then like listen to the highs and lows. It's like of where like the loud parts are, when the soft parts are. Let's try to see if you can follow that. So we see it's like kind of this build, okay? So if I'm looking for this build, even if I'm like And that's just like down up down up down up down up. the song yeah. went that way oh yeah just you follow could, you could just follow yes. it follow yeah. along yeah so, so don't think about you know don't think about like what strumming pattern should i use follow the uh, follow the group yeah can you can you just follow uh like just match me yeah 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 by, okay like, i'll i'll do this so i don't look at your hands yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll go Follow the groove. No, uh, no strummy patterns needed. Yeah, it was funny. Good question. When, Great question, though. Yeah, when, mm -hmm. when you said that, like when you first answered, he's like, "You don't." It's like a Yoda thing, right? Where it's like, you you do not find the groove. The groove finds you. Like you, yeah. And uh, it really is like where yeah. um, people want, like, they want to dissect something first before they get into mm -hmm. it. 
but and they ask like oh how do you like get so good at like just finding the groove or like finding mm-hmm. the rhythm and it's just something that you the only way to get better at it right is to just jump in and try it yourself yeah i mean you and you can do it from wherever too you don't you don't even need your ukulele with you like mm-hmm. i'm sure people have done this just like just just tap their you know uh, tap their hands on a table or like or knock on something or whatever or sticks or whatever you may have like just feeling the groove by following some kind of um, some kind of rhythm or some kind of groove and just uh if you know whatever you would do with your hands you know as far as like tapping them on the table or whatever do the same thing with your ukulele so here's here's an example give me another groove and i'm gonna tap on my uke to see if i can follow that so so just tap on your top on your uke attention to the downs and ups so that's it's like it's one of those things that i put all that stuff away already because the downs and ups are pretty obvious you know like you're putting down strums on the uh, one two three four ups in between unless you're doing like 16th notes and stuff all that is pretty basic but what i'm doing is i'm trying to like groove with aaron on those ups and downs as far as the uh the dynamics goes because the dynamics I feel like is a lot more you know important because you could do a simple down up down up down up down up down up strum and uh, and if you change up your dynamics it's going to change that strum completely right so the the groove that I was tapping is do so one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four. So that means two and four are loud. So all I did was just one and two and the three and the four and the one and the two and the three and the four and the one and the two. So I don't have to, I don't have to hit everything. So so like a simpler beat. It just—it's just a matter of following the groove as opposed to like using the uh, the 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 northwest strum. I, <laughs> I think a misconception too. That, Island yeah. strum for everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just do it. I just, say it. Just do it. <laughs> wow. wow, controversy, Aaron. Contro- Why would you say something like that? <laughs> People love that strum. Yeah, I, I think um uh, the um the one misconception mm-hmm. that people have too mm-hmm. with like finding groove and stuff yes is that they'll be they're trying to be like you right where they can hear like oh i can already hear the one two three four mm-hmm. but when if you're you've never done it before you might not know like where's the one where's the downbeat where's the upbeat right and so if you're listening to something you might be totally off mm-hmm. but that's okay like that's kind of what you want to do at first like you just you really do just want to like tap out something or just mm, try yeah. your best to like feel it out right because even if you're off like there's a chance that you're gonna la- like you're gonna match up with like the their downbeat mm. too and when you match up with a beat is like you can tell i think like everybody can tell when they're like i'm on 
I'm on beat now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got it. I figured it out. You can feel where beat one is. And the thing is, it doesn't even have to be tapping. Like, I just realized that, like, I'm, like, nodding my head, you mm -hmm. know? Like, or swaying. Or, or swaying or yeah, whatever it yeah. may be. There's tapping some spots where, like, I feel like I'm I'm putting my head down, you know, yeah. a lot more. That mm -hmm. that would be the places. That would be the dips or the, yeah. uh, you know? You can the, strum the there. Lows. Exactly. Yeah. You can strum there. You can louder there if you wanted to, you know? Mm -hmm. And because uh, you're not just doing this the whole time unless it's, like, metal or whatever you know, like, or no, it was like punk rock but then like on um, the places where you really like you know your body really sways to it that's where you want might want to add an accent or might want to think about the dynamics yeah you want your body to like you really want to let your body feel the music right feel yeah. the the rhythm so yeah don't like i think yeah don't yeah. forget to feel the ride guy yep <laughs> i think people will get embarrassed though right like they're like yeah. ah but am i clapping right or am i am i bobbing my head what mm -hmm. if i'm bobbing my head and everybody else's mm -hmm. and that's kind of like where you just gotta like get it out of your head and then you just do it and even if it's wrong mm -hmm. the more you do it and even if you're doing it wrong your the better your rhythm is probably mm -hmm. gonna get because you're actively trying to match something yeah so um i'm not gonna mention names i mean but kind of unknown anyway but like there's this ukulele player i was watching you know this this week on youtube not on tiktok <laughs> on YouTube. and uh, they're really good see the thing is like they were technically very good mm -hmm. you know but groove wise it's like sometimes they would add like half a measure here or like you know a one beat here and there and stuff oh. and it just like so uh, I was watching they're, that. They were and, playing by themselves. Yes, though. playing solo. Yes. Oh, solo. okay. So my wife was like, hey, this, this kid's pretty good, right? I'm like, mm -hmm. yes, but like, listen, so just count. Just count one, two, three, four. One. And like Kai said, you know exactly where beat one, like what beat one feels like, you yeah, know, yeah. at least. Or where or that where measure starts, be. where it should be. And then yeah. it's just, she started counting. And she's like, why? What is, what is happening? I'm like, he's adding like half a beat one like a whole beat sometimes uh, in there yeah, and it yeah. just like kind of throws it off so regard you can be really good at like your you know like at your technique at, like at hitting the strings and whatnot but if you don't have that groove it's yeah you know <laughs> it, it I, really affects it that's something that we when we get like mm -hmm. student reviews or we're helping people out right like that's mm -hmm. kind of like a recurring thing where it's like okay you got all the notes but it's yeah. just like because you're kind of like looking at the notes and you're not taking into account how long the note should be held mm -hmm. or like the breadth of the note. It feels like sometimes it's just like, uh, you know, like for Europa, it's da 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 da. It's not like, you know, breathing. There's not a mm -hmm. full scale yeah. of it. So that's where it's like feeling the rhythm really helps because you'll know not to like, yeah. okay, I can't speed up right now because I'm still waiting yeah. for that first downbeat or whatever. And like with, especially with Europa, because like that last couple notes i hold as long as possible like without being you know without being too late like i purposely do it late so it's like uh i guess the timing would be right and i'll do it like like just as like uh, as late as i can <laughs> like even i'll try but, to squeeze as much as i can from it just to just to get the audience to be like <gasps> yeah. you know it's a nice like like hold on everyone <laughs> so like even that right like even though you're like holding the note a little bit longer and playing it later mm -hmm. in your head you're still going like yeah. you can still count right well that that kind of goes with 
You oh. should the song should be playing in your head, and yes. then you should be playing along to the song yeah. that's playing in your head. Or at least right? the groove. Should, yeah, it should be it should be in your head, and you should be following that groove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because even like I was playing with my dad, mm-hmm. and it's funny that you said like here like you should learn reggae, mm-hmm. and I don't think my dad has ever done like <laughs> a pinky mute. Like, really, he's not really like a reggae player, right? Yeah, because he's older, that so he cool. he he, he mm-hmm. learned ukulele yeah. like kind of older. Um, but like, so we were playing and we were playing a reggae song mm-hmm. and he was trying to like, you know, two and four, it's like two, four, two, four. And I'm like, <laughs> no dad, just strum the whole thing. And then you only like kind of play it, like yeah. you open up those notes, but he's like, oh, okay. And so I, I like, I strummed, like I just did one and two and three and four. Like I did that. And then when he watched me and he yeah. matched, then he could like, okay, yeah, now I get mm. it. Now that yeah, because he could follow your groove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he uh, he thought like, I gotta match it up exactly, and I'm just hitting the now and now, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I, I, yeah. that's the same problem that people have with like uh, strumming patterns, right? They're like, down, 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 up, up. Yeah, the yeah. down goes here. Down <laughs> <right> now. <laughs> yeah. So. And I'll do, I'll do, no, no, <laughs> you missed it. Yeah, and then, and then yeah. when you miss it, then you're you're thrown off, and yeah. you can't seem to get back onto yeah. it or even like yeah. you know it's like well what's the strumming pattern it's, it's down down up up down up if you just go down up down up it's like that is i guess technically the right you know like the right downs and ups and stuff but unless you say it in a rhythm or say it in a groove it doesn't really make sense because if i just go like it seems like i'm just playing i don't know like like some weird like island ska <laughs> you know yeah so so in the chat I think Susan, I'm I'm not sure if this was referring to strumming, but she said that she always makes mistakes and how, how do I get out of it? Okay. Well, you know, if, if you're, if we're talking strumming, Mm -hmm. yeah, um, we, we mentioned how you can feel where beat one is. If you mess up at all and uh, just, just go wait around for beat one, like honestly, like, cause if you can, it's, it's kind of like a a good placement of like where a groove starts, you know, or like. Or, uh, or where you should be starting, say a chord or whatever it may be. Beat one is very, very, very important. You mess up and, and that measure, take it again, beat one of the next measure, you'll be fine. Yeah, so just don't worry like, about it. Yeah. yeah. I think you just feel it out and then yeah. come in where it yeah. feels like you. So you let's, let's, let's give them an example. I don't know, give me the C and F. Right there. figure out where like beat one is again or i mean everyone's beat one might be different depending on how you're thinking about you know segmenting the uh, the, the rhythm you can either think about it as one two three four or like how i did one two three four one which is double time so for me double time i can catch up a little bit easier you know because it's 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 faster to get me to that that beat one but sometimes you know you just gotta let it run and i do that often so don't feel like messing up is just like ah oh, why do i always do that no Come to Wednesday show, like I, there's gonna be some point, like I'm gonna like lose it, and I'm gonna look at Aaron, and then I'm gonna come in and beat <laughs> yeah. one of the yeah, next yeah. measure. That happens every Wednesday. Yeah, I like, and I think too, uh, people. If you're learning a slow song, it's mm. harder to match the rhythm because yeah. 
there's more gaps between the downbeats, right? So it can be like one, two, three, and uh, I don't. When you get more used to, to mm-hmm. playing music, uh, instead of doing that, like because it is hard to just count. Okay, one, two, three, four. Now come right. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like okay, you can get lost. You not be precise. Yeah. A way to be more precise is you go one and two and three and four and one mm-hmm. and two. You subdivide it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and both of those things, like if you're feeling the rhythm, either mm-hmm. way, they're both the same. So yeah. it doesn't really matter. Just find any way that you're like beating. You're feeling the rhythm mm-hmm. and you're matching the beat. You know. So yeah, that's that's like something that. Yeah. If I'm having a hard time uh, feeling the rhythm, I'll like try to subdivide and I'll just keep going, you know, like uh, where even it's like one and a two and yeah. a three and a four and a one and a mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, yeah. Just or you can to just stay like double time way. it like you know yeah. instead of just going one two yeah that's what three. Kai was saying yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. so segment it but mm-hmm. is there any uh you know any any way that people can can remember feeling the rhythm is there any uh is there any sayings that you know of, Kahai, that talks about feeling rhythms? Yeah. Uh, uh, try or do or do not. There's no try. <laughs> Feel the rhythm. Yeah. That, that's it, right? That's what you're talking that's about. The that's, yeah. that's the one. That's the one. I knew. I knew. Yeah, see, we're always on the same wavelength, regardless if it's Ukulele on your own podcast or the Aloha Friday Live Jam. You always got my back, bud. Yeah. You know? yeah that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Best. Just the best worker in the business. <laughs> okay. Next question. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to find it. But uh, somebody earlier asked, mm-hmm. uh, how can you remember the notes on your fretboard? Ooh, um, we have a class on this in Ukulele Underground Plus, which is basically to utilize the, uh, the dots on your ukulele. So the dots are there, and the dots are called position markers, which is basically what, it's, you, know, what, what you should be using it for. And, um, and it's just kind of in relation you know, to those things. So for example, we have A. So for me, you know, A would be the open string. My first dot is C. Second dot is D, then E, G, A. Some people don't have this first dot. That's totally fine. Some people don't have this. I don't know, 10th dot, whatever, you know, whatever you guys might have. But whatever dot you have, just make up some, you know, some cool little, you know, like acronym for it. So A, C, D, E, G, A. So a cat dog eats good apples. <laughs> we have a know, better yeah, one. Apples. I don't know what, I forgot course, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. But you can make yeah. up your own, you know. So for example, I'm, you know, I, I want to know what note it is on the seventh fret. I know that my third dot is going to be eats, you know, so that's E, that's my E, e note. But if I wanted to know what the, uh, what the eighth fret was, okay, so it's just like, okay, well, that's not on the dot. So if I know this is E, I know there's no E sharp. Well, E sharp is basically F, uh, F natural. natural. <laughs> it's like F natural, and that's going to be right here. So my note here, is F natural. So just do things in relation to where the dots are because those are your position markers. You should use them. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. and we, we have an entire course of like kind of memorizing your fretboard and mastering it and stuff. So make sure you check that out on UE+. Yeah, uh, David said, mm-hmm. uh, or like David's question was, any advice how to get more confident with knowing your way around the fretboard? And that's like knowing the notes, right? Yeah. Uh, but then also like uh, when you're playing a song, mm-hmm. uh, 
know the key of the song and then play the scale to the the whatever key of the song it is right yeah also like what what i would suggest if if you really want to you know get to know your fretboard one of the easiest ways to do it is to uh, well first you know figure out the notes just like i said in relation to the dots and then take the chords you already know and identify where those notes are in that chord so for example is our g chord right well where's the g note so the G note is here in the E string third fret and also the open G. So I'm, I'm, I know that not every chord is gonna have this open, you know, open G in it. So I'm just gonna use this one that's a little bit more reliable. So that means if I took this chord shape, play, played it here, most people are like, what is, that? what is that chord? But I know that if my E string third fret is G, so that's on the E string. So anything that uh, with this chord shape, Whatever that is that I'm holding down on my ring finger is going to be that chord. So if I played it here and my E string eighth fret is being held down by my ring finger, that makes this my C chord. And how do I know that? Because the E string eighth fret is a C note. Okay, just like, just like here. So if I'm gonna place my ring finger there, build that chord shape around it, make this a C chord. So I can either play this. That works for all the chords. Here's a D chord, for example, right? The D note is here in the C string second fret. So that means whatever note that that C string is playing by putting this, uh, this chord shape up and down is going to be that chord. So for example, I place it here on the fourth fret, so you guys can see better. That's my E. If I play this as an E with an open A string, that's why I have to kind of place my pointer finger as a bar so that it looks just like, an, like a D, because the D is two, 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 zero, so this means four, 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 two. Gives me my E chord. And if I move that up one more, now the C string is playing the F note on the C string. This is my F chord, so I can either play it here, And uh, if I take that, C string, 7th uh, fret is going to be your G note. If I built that chord around that 7th fret, it's my G chord. Yeah. Easy. Right, Kai? So easy. <laughs> well, man like, could do it, That's guy. sort of like the tip, <laughs> tip of the iceberg as far as knowing your way around your yeah. fretboard. You know, people and people are like, why would I want to mm. learn like that? And what that is called is inversions, uh, right? Like, yes. why would I want to learn inversions? But I know like a easy motivator for a lot of people, right? Is yeah. like, if you can't play a certain bar chord, <laughs> there's probably an inversion an way. that you can play that's way easier to yeah. right? So it, that's why it's like, you know, if you're like, oh, I love this song, but I just can't play the E chord or whatever. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You can find an inversion and yeah. you'll probably be able to play it. So yeah. If yeah. Train can play the E chord. So can you. So can you without playing the E chord. <laughs> I, I don't think we can, uh, what is it called? Like, I don't think we can rag on Train though, because in Hawaii we yeah. played D7 without playing a D yeah, that's, note. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, but that's got like two E's in it. <laughs> like that. It's, got, it's not even a full E chord. It's just E and B. So here's he's doubling up the B. And he's doubling up the E. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, and then like lowering down. It's like a power e to, chord. Yeah. It's like a basically like a power chord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
Okay. Uh, yeah. um, Kai asked, yes. how long does Aldrin grow his fingernails on his strumming hand mm. and how does he maintain them? Ooh. Um, would <laughs> trips to the salon every no no i don't know i wish i had that kind of money you know <laughs> but um no i this is uh so we'll zoom in they're not that long actually nope uh oh yeah right maybe back here should, should i should i move it closer and you can just there there so it's not that long yeah the thumb is the longest here's my here's my thumb and it's not that bad i've seen people like um, Wahine Ilikea, that, that collab video that we did, check out Kavika's nails. Hot dang, they are like to like carve someone's eye out for that <laughs> with, with, with those nails. Kavika sometimes watches this show, so it's, shout out to Kavika. <laughs> you know, if that's because he plays guitar, like yeah, guitar and, and ukulele and stuff, and just like it's, it's one of those things that like, um. Like old school musicians, uh, like just like to grow out their nails and just they like that kind of clackety clack sound with you know with uh, yeah. with the guitar and ukulele and that's cool you know it's it's a nice bright sound. Mm -hmm. um, I like it a little bit fatter, so I, I don't go too much on the on the nail. I kind of like to do nail and flesh to give it a little bit more density behind the hit. But a lot of people like the uh, you know just just nail like that really. So here's here's me just trying to adjust me. That's like a Okay, so here's from this angle. So I guarantee it's just nailed. But if for me, I'm hitting it with this angle and like putting the uh, like putting my flesh behind those hits, it kind of gives me a like a louder, more uh, fatter sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, if you're you know you're wondering like how mm -hmm. long should I grow out my nails that. It's kind of a personal preference. Um, right? Yeah, it's a personal preference. And how do I keep them like this? I don't know. Like I, I try to trim them at least once, like every other week, which is too long. I should be tr trimming them like every week. I know guys like Jake. You know, after like every show or, or before every show, he makes sure that it, like it's nice and buffed and whatever. And we're talking about a guy who plays a show every night, so I don't know. <laughs> So like whatever whatever length it grew that night, like the night before, he's gonna trim that down because <laughs> he he likes it a certain length. And for me, it's just like grow it out until it gets annoying, and then like I chop it down to uh, to size. But it's not really that long. Yeah. <laughs> it's, or it's like growing it out until it, until it breaks, right? Like your Hi. thumbnail. Right. Uh, there it is. Boom! Not that long. Uh, pinky finger, ring finger are the two longest, and that's for like. Uh, um, rolling purposes and thumb is for picking and also rolling purposes because I start my roll with an up on the th on the thumb and then r pinky ring middle pointer like this. So it's always the, the pinky and the ring that kind of hits it first. So I like a longer nail than that that gives me a nice bright sound and it ends with a nice fat sound with the pointer finger because the pointer finger, as you can see, no nail at all. Yes, just a little bit, but nada. That's that's not by choice. <laughs> it's because I do a lot of that, like you know, like super fast strumming in a lot of the live shows. And because I do a lot of that, and because the live shows are very like lively or very like you know um, uh, exciting, I guess. Like for some people, I, I tend to get super into it, and I hit the strings a lot harder than I should be hitting. So it breaks. If it's too long, it breaks. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not gonna grow it then, because <laughs> I can't. Because I can't. Yeah. You're brittle. Yeah. I I, I cannot grow my nails. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're a, you're a nail biter. Yep. Um, ah. 
Yeah. So, Gross! No, no, I don't know. You do, do your thing, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So mine is forever, like, it's the opposite of Kavika. I mean, Kavika is, like, super bright, and mine is, like, you should. He should gosh. give you some of his nails. Yeah. <laughs> can, he can. has he has some of the spare, I'm sure. Oh. That's, that sounds so gross. <laughs> okay. Uh, Isabella asked, yeah. uh, lo-fi is one of my favorite genres, and Ooh. I would love to learn how to jam to it. Do mm. you guys have some ideas or general pickings that can fit in the genre? Ah, you know, um, I, I would have had I not seen a lot of really cool ones. So anything that I would show is just not going to be that cool. Um, I, would, I would check out, you know, like the, the kids on TikTok. They really know, like, what they're doing. There's a lot of tutorials, so... And I've always said, you can't learn everything from one school. This ukulele on the ground, our school teaches you kind of, you know, like our way of playing ukulele. A lot of like modern techniques, a lot of traditional techniques, but that's like super duper modern. Like, you know, as, as far as ukulele. Specific. Yeah, very specific. Yeah. Um, like it's like a, like a specialized genre of, uh, of music on the ukulele. And I feel like I haven't explored it that much. I'll definitely, you know, I'll definitely explore a lot more, figure out how to translate all of that and present it in my own way that works with the form and with the, um, the foundation of what we've already taught you in ukulele Negra because it definitely doesn't work. You know, like if, uh, if I were to use my current form um, to, to do some of that stuff, it doesn't work because there's, there's a lot. It, it kind of has to be held high because like the, the angle that you're going to be hitting this, you know, hitting some of the strings. Mm. But uh, chords wise, you know, I would, you know I, I would learn some really cool chords. Like just if, if you're into, you know, if you're into that kind of stuff, I'd just learn a lot of really fun, open sounding chords and that would be, that'll be fun uh, that'll be that'll be nice so for example um i like like major sevens i'm a huge fan of majors i know it's like super basic and whatnot but it really sounds good in the ukulele so if i were to do just say like like a d major seven and an a major seven so instead of just going d back to a you know like as an as a as a four and then one i like to do like a major seven to that and then to the one. And then, you know, if, uh, if you want to get even fancier uh, from, from there, that's when you really like add some, add some cool stuff. So instead of just playing this as a um, D major seven, you can maybe add a two in there. So here, you know, here's a two. So instead of playing that, can, that then becomes kind of like that, that minor seven you can do, or I want to add maybe an A. So one, two, three, four, five, you know, like add a, add a five in there. So D major seven. Well, sounds really nice because uh, the thing is you have you already have that note in there but you're eliminating this F sharp note so it sounds really cool and it sounds even better when you like when you play it individually and then you play that that A major 7 on top of that another cool thing is instead of this major 7 maybe you want to hit a 9 instead so ooh, something's that simple it doesn't have to be those fancy schmancy chords so add that that five that we were talking about so and then we can add some stuff to that a major seven as well so it doesn't just have to stick to that that a major seven maybe we can do the a major seven but instead of always sticking to that four so it's going to be two four 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 right for that a major seven you can maybe do a two four four two oh sounds really nice you can add the nine in there so it goes a uh, 
since we're already adding the knife to that four. But be careful because you're kind of like, like, you're uh, you're dancing on like on on almost sounding like E, but it's it still can kind of count as you know as that A because you have that A up here, right? So it's it's really cool, like stuff like that where like it's a lot of basic things, but then um, you know you're you're just uh, making really good use of those spacey kind of sounding chords, yeah, and uh, or just. I don't know. Place your hands and place your fingers in random places and see what what kind of yeah, chord yeah. you come up with. That's if it better. sounds nice, then use it. If exactly. it doesn't sound nice, then yeah. scrap that's, it. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I did. I had to learn all the stuff, all the chords that I was that I was playing after. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the names of the chords. I, was first. I did it first. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this sounds good in this key. I'm just gonna do that. And then I found out what it was called. And yeah. like, oh, I, yeah, then you works. learned music theory, and then yeah, was and then able like, to explain oh, it. But I had you that. were already doing it. <laughs> Um, like for example, you know, like uh, it in that song um, Guava Jam, you know, there's always a... I don't know what that chord was, you know, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> who I... knows what that chord is? Uh -huh. So, I mean, I guess everyone now, you know, like it's it's basically a G7 uh -huh. with an add, you know, with a sus4 uh, in there, but it's just like, sense. but I mean, I you know, I use it on the on the C, but it's just like C. It's you know it's a G seven and C G seven and C da 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 da. Yeah, but you're holding the C so that it it's, yeah, feels so, like a passing kind of. Right. So it's just kind of here because you can also use this in terms of C, not just as a G seven sus four, because you can use this as like a uh, sus two, you know, with the with the sus four as well, you know. <laughs> so that's kind of cool, like in, in that sense. But like. Did I know that before? And did it matter? Not really. No, like it, it just, just sounded like, good. <laughs> it yeah. just right? sounded good, you know? It's like what what chord is that? It's like it's just a guava jam chord. Like yeah. whoa, I, yeah. it's, it's, it's the, the one that you yeah. use for guava jam. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or like uh, a great example. Um, and, and the whole like fake it till you make it because <laughs> back then I was playing uh, or I did that song on YouTube Sunday morning and a lot of people are like, "Man, those those chords sound good." I'm like, I was just because uh, the chords are to Sunday morning are it's a two five one so and and the key that I took it in which is A the two five one is B minor E then A basic right so instead of that B minor I don't even know what major seven so I just added this note in there you know so it became a D major seven or a B minor seven add nine which is which is weird okay and then uh. Instead of going to the E7, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just gonna add this here because uh -huh. I need this note. Get kind of like for the E7, right? So, so instead of playing it here, and then I, I knew this was a A major seven. I knew that, but then I added this little number in there. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was like, hey. That was all just made up. Wow. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. It just sounds good, you know? Wow, <laughs> you know, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just yazzed it up. Wow, so um, good. Yeah, so I can, huh, that feels good to finally let that out, Kahai. You know, like I was- I've been holding in the secret exactly. all the time. <laughs> I was pretending for oh, for decades. <laughs> like now, knowing what I was doing with the ukulele. And really, it's just like, this sounds good. Like, I'm just gonna play this. I don't, you know? And it was actually Jake like, when, I, when I was playing that with Jake, because this, Mm -hmm. um, super not like 
uh, improvised friendly. <laughs> like it's oh. it's nice when you just kind of like strumming. Yeah, because it's so like there's so much clashing notes yeah. that if you if you were to like uh, to to do a solo to it. You have to decide which note that you're gonna play within those mm -hmm. because if you highlight one, then it's gonna clash with the other. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like when you're playing it together, it's 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 totally okay. But when one is featured in front mm -hmm. and then one is like backing it up, it's not gonna sound that great. Yeah, yeah. I, or you could just avoid either yes. of yeah. those notes. Yeah, right? and that's exactly what he said. That's yeah. that. He's just like, so I just didn't play any of those two. I just stayed yeah. away from those two so that I don't put one in front of the other. Yeah, because yeah. if you put one in front of the other, the other is gonna be wrong. Or but if you're playing them both wrong, I guess in this, you know, in that kind of sense, then uh, uh, or you just yeah, play one fine. and you just hammer it in, right? And be like, I'm playing this intentionally. This like is this, what it is now. this doesn't sound good, but I'm gonna keep playing. So it. that was that was one of our lessons, like when that at cop one of it's our cool. coffee talk lessons. Cause yeah. I was like, so Jake, I was playing this like cool chord progression. You wanna uh -huh. like solo to it? And he's like, Can you not do that? <laughs> like, Can you not do that thing? Just um, play like a play just like a regular E7 chord or decide or whatever. And then that's when I found this little number. Like because this was is that like that seven add you know add nine thing that I was looking for. He says like just do this instead. But I'm like, it doesn't give me that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that sound that I want though, Jake. Just doesn't sound like how I want it to. <laughs> but like that would be the better approach. Yeah, for yeah. for if you're playing with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was gonna say too, like with uh, Isabella, if mm -hmm. I think what I do with like trying to jam over stuff like lo-fi and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, picking stuff, uh, I use a pentatonic scale. Mm, and yeah. Because it's like a pentatonic scale is like more kind of open and not mm -hmm. as like, uh, you know, it's not like, yeah, you, it doesn't really tell you mm -hmm. exactly what key you're playing. Yeah. It doesn't commit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's exactly the yeah. feeling of lo-fi too, right? Like uh -huh. that's why lo-fi uses so many like seventh chords. It's Airy it, kind of. Yeah. yeah. And that's uh, one cool thing that I learned, you know, recently is to use the, uh, to use both, to use the major seven and to use like the um, the, uh, the pentatonic. So for example, here, I wanna share this. So for example, here's like, here's G, right? So the, the G pentatonic. Right, that's the pentatonic. So the seventh would be here, right? That was not here. That's that, because that's that major seven. And then here's that, the, uh, the what you call? The octave down. So what you can do is slide this into place, play the uh, you know play the pentatonic, and then land and end on the on the major seven. That which is it's like oh man, that sounds super <laughs> jazzy. <laughs> just like playing around with that, adding this you know adding the major seventh in there just makes that you know that pentatonic scale that much that much cooler sounding. So instead of just going. You can mm -hmm. add that. Yeah. <laughs> I think, cool. yeah, I think in a way, like lo-fi is like carrying on the spirit of jazz, right? Yeah. Where it's almost like we, it doesn't really matter what the theory is behind it or mm -hmm. like what notes you're trying to play. It's more of like, we want to hear your intention when playing the notes, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So like, if you can make something that is technically Oh, like that's that's not in the key, mm -hmm. or if you know that that's not 
where it's supposed to be. If you can make it like sound good or you can make it fit into that, then I think that's like more important than being like, am I am I playing the right scale at this point or am I playing the right mm-hmm. chord? And that's where it's just like <laughs> play whatever sounds good to you, right? Yeah. Like that's a lot of it is experimenting. Yeah, I've been I've been experimenting with that and experimenting like the um what you call like uh, chromatic ways to kind of get into it. So it, yeah. Like just really, you know, like yeah. using Sliding that, but it doesn't. Into the yeah, because and... you're you're still using the uh, using that yeah. pentatonic, but you know, using also the major sevens and then sliding into it. So you're you're, you're hitting that like that flat seven as well, or mm-hmm. like that flat five or a uh, flat four. So. We we use the analogy of like going home, right? Mm-hmm. That feels like you're you're walking, and then but you've had a little bit of like a few drinks, and you kind of like stumble a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Like, but you, you still you make get, it. Yeah. You still make it. And, and, and because you had a few drinks, right? You feel good. You're like, ooh, I feel I feel loose right now. So yeah. <laughs> um, Green eggs and ham in the chat asked, "What is lo-fi?" What is lo-fi, Kahai? So we let's have a young kid. <laughs> well, the youngest here in this room explain what lo-fi is, Mr. Young Man. Go ahead. Uh, as as the youngest, put, put, the put, your, put your uh, put your glasses um, up and say, um, actually, lo <laughs> uh, lo-fi stands from low fidelity, and uh, it's uh, a type of music genre where you're trying to make uh, a song. Mm-hmm. Typically hip hop mm-hmm. that sounds like it was made using low fidelity equipment. So like tape recorders or mm-hmm. uh, record players, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's why you hear a lot of songs if you lo- look up lo-fi hip hop or it's all the songs where it's like song relaxing songs to do your homework to or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you listen to them, they have mm-hmm. a lot of like cracks. From like record players yeah. or like the tapes, usually artificially added in. <laughs> hey, don't give away but my yeah, secrets. So, so the reason why we're talking about the record like, pops, and... all these like kind of jazzy stuff, is because a lot of the um, the music that they sample to make lo-fi yeah. music, because they want that kind of you know low fidelity sound, is like older like uh, like say jazz tunes or, mm. or records and stuff. They would sample like little bits and parts of it, and then just you know put it on uh, either like chop it up and put it on repeat and make a beat out yeah. of it you know like a like a hip-hop beat so it's kind of like that where like if you were to just learn some jazz you would be the best lo-fi player because, <laughs> you know like you don't need to chop anything up you can just play like a single uh, single line and uh, and do that over Loop and over it. yeah yeah i mean that's that's why like if you talk to some lo-fi producers mm-hmm. right and you're like oh you're really good at like playing mm-hmm. piano or mm-hmm. guitar or something and they're like i don't know how to play i just play like <laughs> i just played like a little riff like a riff that i like so yeah. and then i brought it in and i chopped it up and that's how i made my song you yeah. know they don't necessarily know like oh i'm playing mm-hmm. the the i'm playing a flat five right here mm-hmm. so it moves into the yeah they don't have any of that they're just like it just sounds yeah. good or um you know this is some uh, what, what's an what's an entry you know into into lo-fi music? Because my entry in there, it's not lo-fi, but it became kind of lo-fi, which is new job is. Yeah. Or like they they took like or is new job is considered lo-fi. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I, guess I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah, the so, start of lo-fi. You know where like where he took a lot of samples of like of older recordings and just yeah. ran off with it, man. I love me some new, new job is. 
Yeah. Uh, and once you look up that, mm-hmm. you'll just get a bunch of recommendations yeah. <laughs> a for bunch of people that sound that, that are trying to get that new job as sound. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you know, like uh, I think his, the other producer mm-hmm. he worked with is Fat John. Yeah, Fat, Fat John, John mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. a lot of great stuff too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just listen to Samurai Champloo soundtrack. Basically. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Wow. We are we are over time. But um, <laughs> any any pressing questions that we need to to, to take care of, Kai? Uh, I know there was uh, sure. questions in the chat. Some more mm-hmm. questions, but I don't think we'll get the time to answer them. So come back next week yeah. and ask your questions some more. And well, we'll... next week we're gonna have oh, yeah, Friday yeah. jam. So next next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every um, other. Yeah. Every other thing. See. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> People stuck around the whole the whole hour, you know. Yeah. They're still there. See, yeah. I told you. People are like, oh, uh, we're not gonna jam it over there because they're just gonna be talking for an hour. But yeah, Rex, you're still here. Thank <laughs> you so much. I mean, I appreciate it. But see, this is exactly what we mean. It's fun. It's fun to just because um, a lot of people just like the banter. <laughs> like people are like, oh, cool, they're playing a song, and they'll go. That's like the bathroom break part. <laughs> they'll come back when like uh, I don't know. I'm like saying something to Kai or whatever. Like, huh, right, Kai? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So. Yeah, join us every other week for the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. It's super fun. Uh, we'll try to get through more of your questions uh, next time because I'm not used to, you know, getting like tons of questions. So whenever we get questions, we, we talk about it at length. And, and that's what, what sparks mm-hmm. good conversations. So um, we'll see you folks next time. Uh, next week, Friday is going to be a little Friday Live Jam. We have a brand new lesson that's uh, or, or a UU Plus solo that's available for you guys to check out, which is Jingle Bells. So you're like, ah, why should I learn Jingle Bells? This is the one you should learn. It's like Jingle Bells uh, that drank like a whole bottle of Monster. <laughs> I, right? Yeah, I called it Jingle Bells plus meets Crazy G, right? Yeah, like kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that. So it's it's like, you know, it's the opposite of lo-fi. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so if, uh, if you guys are interested in that, check out Ukula Underground Plus to check out the UU Plus solo version of Jingle Bells. Um, we have some cool stuff coming out, um, particularly after Black Friday. We have some cool stuff that's going on. We're going to be releasing some, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't really say any, mm-hmm. like, too much on it, but we're, you know, save, save your, save your don't, pennies. Yeah. Yeah, don't spend all your money. <laughs> spend at Black all your money Black Friday yeah. because you should send them our way too, right, guy? Yeah, we'll have something for yeah, you. Yeah, I need to get paid. So, yeah. you know, uh, like it's, it's been a long time. How many months has it been? It's easy like that. That's got paid, guy. Uh, I, I, uh, let's, maybe let's, yeah. let's not talk about oh, it. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't want no. HR to hear, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, anything, anything else we need to remind people about? Uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to say that mm-hmm. if, so if you didn't get your questions asked on the chat today, yes. uh, you can sign up for UU Plus, put it inside the forum or the Discord, and we'll ask it next week, you know, mm-hmm. just to make sure, you, or next, next week. Just yeah. to make sure you get your questions asked. <laughs> I'll uh, be more prepared. Like in, in a couple of weeks, I'll just try to answer it more straightforward instead of try to elaborate on it, you know? I, I think it's good and people okay. liked it. So okay. Okay. yeah, okay. it's just that we couldn't get to all of them. Yeah. So. I feel bad that I couldn't get to everyone's questions. I apologize. Yeah. We only have an hour. <laughs> The, or the other thing, too, yeah. is that people ask questions and it's like, uh, yeah, if you look that up, it, the question itself inside of our catalog, oh, we have an answer, answer for some oh, okay, of those, okay, okay. okay, just making sure. Yeah, and uh, another thing I want to remind people about is that we have the Secret Santa Songwriting Challenge. Mm, yeah. And so uh, make sure to get your post in because I think we might pick our, our, our Secret Santas pretty soon. Okay, right? so, so how that works is on UU+, Plus, we have a post in the UU+, Plus forum. Um, if you would like to participate in the Secret Santa. And what that is, is we, so 
Uh, for this uh, for this Ukulele on the Ground podcast, we, we also do songwriting challenges where we write songs based on um, certain criterias and stuff that the audience gives us, like what key, what style, what uh, what kind of song, or like whatever the lyrics are going to be about and stuff. So uh, just make a post in there of what kind of song you would like us to write. And then what we're going to do is we're going to pick three lucky random people that we're going to write their song that they that they want okay so that's that's how it's going to happen i'm going to pick three random people we're going to secret santa a song to them mm-hmm. to those three lucky people yeah. right kahai especially where it gets kahai well like we're we're gonna play the song live yeah. on a podcast but yes. it's like to those specifications yes yeah. yes yes Yep. So make sure you check that out, especially if you're a U Plus member. And speaking of which, if you have not yet checked out Ukulele Underground, check out ukuleleunderground.com. And while you're there, sign up for UU Plus to take your ukulele playing to the next level. Ukulele Underground has, you know, has songs, has tutorials, has uh, tons of great ukulele things. But if you're really serious about your ukulele and you want, you're serious about getting better, sign up for UU Plus, and I will help you do just that. And um, how am I going to do that? I will be your personal guide because there is a private lesson feature on UU Plus where you can take some private lessons with yours truly at no additional cost, just your membership. It's all good. It's not like that costs that much. So make sure you check out UU Plus and I will personally, personally, Kahai, personally, as long as you reach out, okay? Like I can't be responsive if you don't ask for help, you know? (laughs) If you ask for help, you reach out um, and and like book a, you know, book a session and stuff. I will try my best, as best as I can to personally see to it that, that you get better. We have a lot of ways on the site to reach mm-hmm. out to us too. Yes. And then even like uh, we're doing live coaching right after this mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So yeah. So we're going to be coaching some uh, some UU Plus members. So if you're a UU Plus member, you want to be coached on something or you're working on something, you just want to show me what you're working on or like uh, just want me to give you some feedback, I can do that. Join us um, in the Zoom room after this show in about six minutes. So head over to the front page of Ukula on the Ground, click on the banner. That'll lead you to the uh, Zoom room where I'm going to be doing a live coaching. Yeah, anything else, boys, that we should, uh, I think we should mention? Yeah. Anything else? Uh, next week is going to be a jam, so yeah. Yeah, Thanksgiving jam. So, yeah. I mean, hopefully everyone's still, you know, still in the jamming mood. People are probably going to be stuffed full from like the day <laughs> before, you know. But uh, you yeah. can come and just enjoy the music. Yeah, just just come. I don't know. Maybe it'll just turn into a concert, like a like a Thanksgiving concert. But who knows? We'll have fun. I'll see you folks next time. Have a great one. Aloha. Yeah.